Welcome to the Grace Vineyard Podcast, where we are building growing communities of worshipers who are becoming like Christ, empowered to do His work. We hope you enjoy this message. Hello, everybody. Yeah, as you've heard, I'm Simon Carissa. Um, I'm a husband of one wife. And my wife is a woman. Um, born in a polygamous family. I was raised there. And I... My mom is a divine teller, so a lot of magic, many people will come, listen to her, get her divine practices, and out of that, God called me uh, to serve him, so sometimes my mother, thank you. My sensibilities, I just can't let it go. Thank you. So my mother prays very hard that I go back to help her serve the demon. But uh, thank God because uh, I tell her we are two people of different kingdoms. I'm working in the kingdom of light. You continue working in the kingdom of darkness. But I believe one day you will come to the kingdom of light. Um... I've been a teacher for 28 years, teaching chemistry and biology. And uh, because of that, uh, I'm not very much eloquent in English because uh, I, I deal with facts, experiments, results here and there. Uh, but God is transforming me in a greater way. I met Joel and Cindy and his many friends. Um, in Kenya, we're organizing missions with them. I started with uh, HIM through Maktabs. For 25 years, we've been working together in Kenya, organizing missions. But in between there, Joel came in, and uh, he started his ministry, which, uh, of course, he was given a footing. And this footing was uh, to teach and organize for Father's Heart Ministry, uh, and in particular, uh, we loved that because uh, it, it, it gave time where people come together for a whole week, uh, eating, sleeping, sharing, knowing each other, but more so, we were focusing on the heart. In Kenya and in Africa in general, people have never had uh, what you call a good uh, uh, earthly fathers and mothers, of course. I remember one day I was beaten by my mother and uh, she chased me around with a, a hot can of water and she threw at me. Only that was very fast. Otherwise, I would, be, I would have been burned very badly because she was angry at me. I don't know what I'd done. I can't remember. Maybe I was uh, just naughty. I don't know. Um... But uh, that is a type of culture we have where it's very hard for a father or mother to come and tell you, I love you. So when these teachings were coming, it brought a lot of 
healing in the hearts of many pastors, leaders, and particularly couples that uh, recently started focusing in because of wrangles, uh, tearing here and there, a lot of pain in marriages. Uh, the last meeting, we had a couple that uh, had reached the point of divorce. Uh, they could not uh, uh, cope up with one another. But uh, by God's grace, we brought them there. And uh, you can imagine by the end of the conference, they went back home together as husband and wife. So it has uh, brought a lot of impact in our society generally for both uh, men, women, and children, I mean, uh, and youth. Uh, where we, when you talk of youth, we're talking of the ages of 18 up to about 35. So when I heard that uh, you are one of the churches that are, are sponsoring, I was very much, much touched. And uh, I say thank you because you are doing a tremendous job in Kenya by transforming the hearts of the people there. Amen. Um, number two is to encourage you to come. I know many of you uh, uh, may not actually uh, realize what you carry until you, you come out in the fields. Um, when I was a, a young pastor, I had an opportunity of going to Uganda, and I had not known much about uh, signs and wonders, and I had not known much about my calling. Reaching there, I was given a time to speak to people in a conference, and uh, I remember seeing a lady who was pregnant, three months pregnant, but it appears like that pregnancy had uh, gone for eight months. The baby had not grown, uh, that is, uh, after reaching three months, the baby stopped growing. So the time we're meeting, it's uh, eight months down the line, and the baby is still three months old in the, in, the, in the body of the woman. So here they tell me, okay, this is the problem, I say, but I remembered that somebody had professed about a, a, a apostolic ministry. So I said, okay, God, I thank you because uh, I can speak words uh, apostolically, declaring. Um, and I started declaring. Suddenly this woman fell on the ground, vomiting, screaming, and uh, deliverance took place. Uh, I went some time, six months later, uh, and uh, I was told uh, that woman gave birth to a baby, baby girl, <laughs> bouncing baby girl. And uh, I wondered what gestation of about uh, a 12, no, 18 months a gestation period, which goes, uh, it, it blew my mind. I couldn't imagine that uh, such a thing could have happened. But I knew my calling, I knew my, uh, what I carried outside in Uganda, not even in Kenya in Uganda. So I encourage you people to come out because as you go out, you can know easily your calling uh, because uh, that's when you, God starts, starts using you in a very wonderful way. Um, currently, there is a crisis in the world today. Economy, natural calamities, global warming, as they say, threats of war, health, and everything that I can imagine. Some of these forces we can 
are beyond us. We cannot control them. Although others, we know we can control them. And as 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 of this, uh, human mind is trying hard to adopt to the present institution by looking for survival tactics. So fortunate, uh, I mean unfortunate, some of these are an aesthetic approach in which they are looking for means uh, to reduce the pain. As people said long ago, it's possible to have people burying their heads, assuming that these things are not there, and uh, the world systems are trying to force Christianity to be irrelevant for the day. And that's what is in Kenya right away. Uh, although we received a, a, a Christian president, but uh, it's like uh, there's a lot of mess. People are rioting. There's no unity. Um, but uh, God is so good because in Matthew 5.13, Matthew 5.13, uh, God tells us something, that uh, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt does not, loses its saltness, how can it be made salty again? We're at a stage where uh, we either become relevant or we become irrelevant. And uh, the world is trying to force us to become irrelevant. I was looking at the qualities of the salt and I discovered that it's the only commodity that does not have an expiry date. It doesn't. Unless it contains additives, it does not contain, it does not have expiry date. And that's why the Lord is using that phrase that we are the salt of the world because uh, he does not want us to be seasonal Christians. Uh, he wants us to be are effective every day. And uh, wherever we are, we are felt. We are uh, recognized because we add flavor in everywhere we go. So being sold, we carry a message that has never and will never expire. And that message is the love of God, that the Lord loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, and whosoever believes will have eternal life. It is ever relevant and it is transgenerational. There is nowhere this love message will just not be accepted. However, God, God's will is to send us to the crumbling world where there are genuine cries. People are hurt with burdens all sorts of things that uh, uh, people are uh, experiencing day by day. And God gave me uh, yesterday that uh, this world is no different than during the times of Moses. Because Moses, when God appeared to him, he was told that uh, I'm sending you back to Egypt where people are crying because of the burdens. Now, how will you go? Then Moses gave a genuine, 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 genuine cry that these people, even when I go, because of the heart, because of the pain, they will never listen to me. They'll never believe me. But uh, during that time, I thank God because God was specific that I know they will never believe in you, but I'm sending you with signs and wonders. Signs and wonders. In Exodus 4, 
verse 1. That was his, his uh, major, uh, major cry. Exodus 4, verse 1. Uh, what if they do not believe me or listen to me and say, the Lord not appear to you? And uh, many people are, uh, even today, having the same thing. They don't want to believe the message we carry. Uh, they are, uh, uh, it's like uh, every day they hear this TV, the Zooms and the internet. They, they receive messages. So when we go to them and tell them, okay, here God is God of love, it is very hard for them to listen. And that was uh, his cry. Then uh, verse 8 and 9 uh, then the Lord says, if they do not believe you or pay attention to the first miracle, miraculous sign, they may believe in the second. Uh, oh, it was eight, nine. So thank you. Um, so here we are seeing that God is giving him a way in which he can approach. The approach was uh, go to them with uh, signs and wonders because this will like make a way for them, soften their hearts to receive what I am telling them. Why? Because they are much in a great pain. So Africa currently has a witchcraft. Divines, I know, I know you people may not believe in these things because uh, uh, you are uh, more in technologies, good health and care and everything. But down there, it's, uh, people are used to going to witchcraft, uh, sorcerers and divine tellers. So when you tell them about God, they are already used to believing and seeing uh, things to do with uh, uh, witchcraft. However, God designed that the message we carry should be accompanied with signs and wonders, and therefore we are challenged. It is uh, not new, though the Israelites had it. Let's look into Psalms 7841. Psalms 78:41. Again and again, they put God to the test. They uh, vexed the whole one of Israel. In other words, um, the, the, the word here, vexed, is just like uh, they tried to put God into a limit because of what they were thinking, because of what they were carrying, because of what they were going through. They like to God, uh, put God into a test. Will God do this? Will God is able? Is, is God able to do A, B, C, D? Now here today we are having the same problem um, because of technologies, education, and everything. Uh, there are some things that have come, have come up into our lives, and uh, these things are like saying, "God cannot do this." God is not able to take me to, God is not able to heal me, God is not able to, and uh, it is really a challenge to us. I remember uh, in my school age, that is uh, when I was a teacher, I met this girl that uh, the doctors had told her plainly, you'll never give birth to a child. Uh, so she came to me having all these problems. Teacher, I've got a lot of pain, especially during my periods. A lot of pain. I suffer. I look at her. Have you ever gone to, to hospital? They said, yes. We've been, we, we've been to many hospitals. Uh, we have a, a special uh, high-level hospital called Aga Khan in Kenya. 
And uh, this lady had been there. And the doctors had told her, you will never give birth to a child. And the mother had. Then uh, I told her, believe in the God of the Bible, who when he says he's able, he is ever able. So I prayed for her. And uh, the pain ceased. Now, when she was over the school, and that is after Form 4, she went and uh, was employed somewhere. Then she remembered these two words. God saying, you will give birth. The doctor says, you will never give birth. So she tried. She, she, she got a boy, and she tried to see whether she was productive. Uh, she got pregnant, and she gave birth to a baby boy. Now, when I was preaching somewhere, and then uh, the mother came, and uh, I was wondering, this mother coming with a, a, a child, then uh, she comes and says, okay, my name is Soso, um, I remember you had a, a, a child, I mean a girl in school, and this girl is called so-and-so, I'm the mother. I've come to testify to you that my girl could not give birth, but now this is the baby and I decided to name him Simon Carissa. And uh, I was so much, okay, I felt bad because uh, this girl is not married officially, uh, but she gave birth to a child and they gave, uh, gave her, uh, I mean, the name Simon Carissa. Now I'm here to tell you, brethren, that uh, today we are challenged by the world because the world does not believe in the power we carry, the power of uh, of uh, the power of healing, the power of restoration, the power of deliverance, the power of setting people free. He does not believe. But God has given us this grace today that uh, uh, we go to the world. If we teach them and tell them words, they'll never listen to us. Because the world is hurting. People are crying everywhere. And uh, it's impossible for them to uh, to see uh, that uh, we carry a message of hope. But when we do it accompanied with signs and wonders, I mean, the world will have to believe it. Because that is what God designed it to be. So uh, I want to encourage everybody uh, that uh, what we are doing here uh, and what we are getting in Kenya is so, so much touching because people are getting delivered and are getting saved. I remember a day... Um, I received two girls in the church, like uh, Sunday service like this one, and they had a mission to kill me. Yeah, demonically, of course, because uh, we believe in, uh, I mean, we have what you call devil worship in Kenya. And they had come, their lives shattered, and they, they, they decided to go the other way in devil worship because uh, their parents had hated them, uh, people had hated them, so they were corrupting their heads and uh, they decided to go the other way. So here they are in a service, and uh, the assignment is to kill me. But uh, thank God, because I was telling them about the love of God, that God is able to heal, to love, and uh, uh, to do many things good in your life. So when we rose up into worship, then the manifestation, they fell down, the manifestation, and the pop God hit them so hard, they started rolling. So they rolled towards where I was, and then we have been called, we've been sent to kill you. Why? Because you are making people to see the light of God. 
and we are against you. Our, our, they call it our king is against you. And I told them in the name of Jesus Christ, we are here to speak love of God. And our love, I mean our God, he's loving. And because God is love, you have to leave these girls and go. Then they manifested demonically and then there they were, delivered and set free. Then I ministered love to their hearts. Love to their hearts. And uh, I was wondering, is, are these things possible? Yes, because uh, we carry a message of love. And uh, this transformation comes because uh, uh, the ministry that I, I received from them changed my heart. Amen. Then uh, the other bit that I also can testify here is that uh, uh, I, I went to, uh, to Bamba, another remote area, where people are so much hurt and uh, there was no water, there is no food, um, and uh, the pans had dried up, so there was no hope. People were buying water. At home, there is 100 shillings. It's about uh, $1 uh, per bucket. Uh, so I stand there, take pictures. I send to Joel and the others. I say, okay, here, we are very much hungry. But God gives me a word. He says, uh, these people need a declaration, apostolic declaration. Then I stand there and say, God, because you are a, lo a loving God, don't leave these people to die of hunger and thirsty. Please, God, bring rain. Please, God, bring rain. Now, it had not rained for about five years. They had never had a harvest. But uh, when I stood there and cried, in my heart there was great peace because God is a God of love. I went and I told the people, God will remember you. This time you are going to receive water, although food will come later, but you are going to receive water. So believe me, it rained far away. It rained there, and then they just saw water coming in a, like a river, filling their pans, and now they have a lot of water drinking. They are no longer asking. Because of that word of declaration. I feel like God is so much loving such that he does not want to leave us to suffer. He does not want to leave us to cry. He does not want to leave us to continue like imagining God is not there. No, Psalms 7, 8, 4, 2, 1 has told us that they uh, were crying that much and they limited God. They limited God. It is easy through our suffering to limit God. To imagine that God does not hear us, to imagine God that is not for us, to imagine God that is so much hidden somewhere and does not see what we are passing through. Uh, but the Lord is available even today to heal, to restore, to bless, to encourage. The Lord God is here even right away to be able to do what he did then. I remember that, that day he opened up, he opened up for Israel. The, the Red Sea to pass. He is the one who brought uh, 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 water from the rock. He is the one who, is, uh, who, who brought food. He is the one who did all those things. And he is the same yesterday. He is the same today. And he is the same forever. So what he did is able to do. What he did then is able to do here. What he wants is just for you to believe and trust in him and is able to heal us today. 
Praise the Lord. I don't know how much time I have. I can keep on sharing. How much time do I have? Ten minutes. Okay. Um, in my school, in, 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 in my teaching career, um, I met a girl, and this girl was having skin rash everywhere. Skin rash, that was unusual because uh, no cream, medi medical cream could uh, heal the, the skin rash. So I was teaching biology, I mean chemistry there, structure and bonding, I remember. And then uh, I see this girl, I tell her, okay, let's meet in the lab. And uh, we meet there and uh, we talk and they see she had generational issues. These issues in Kenya are so much, many, 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 many. Where you inherit a problem from your parents. And the parents inherited the problem from their parents. And it uh, has uh, issues. Was, uh, uh, was uh, coming from a, a divine, divine, a divine uh, tree, sort of like a divine uh, uh, ancestry. Um, so she has these rushes all over. And uh, I look at her and say, okay, what is your name? Then she gives me a name that uh, is connected to the grandmother. I, I tell her, okay, the Lord God came so that he may buy us to be his own. He wants to possess us to be his own. Now, I encourage you to believe in him. We are going to cut that ancestral line and the generational curse in the name of Jesus. So, she looks at me, how? I say, okay, declare. Follow what I say. Then I tell her, Okay, repeat after me, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I refuse this power of uh, witchcraft and whatever, generational, in the name of Jesus, I receive you. I want me to be your own. After three days, the skin was so smooth. God healed so powerfully. And it amazed me that uh, the Lord God can take care of the skin he can take care of our inner organs. He can take care of our bones. He can take care of our minds. He can take care of everything we have. Because he is so, so loving. So loving. So today, it doesn't matter how, how, what we are going through. It doesn't matter what pains us. It doesn't matter what we are holding. It doesn't matter. The Lord is the same who was, who is, and who shall be. I love him. I love him because he has taken me away from many, many areas uh, of life. And uh, he has encouraged me to be here today. Uh, and uh, just the last thing is, I want to encourage you to come, to be in missions, to come to Kenya and even the other parts of the world. Because uh, uh, what you carry uh, is what we need. Africa needs what you carry. Drugs, banditry, everything that uh, is, 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 is affecting human beings, uh, we need you to come and heal our nation. So I know Joel is here. He can, uh, he can uh, come, maybe make some invitation. Those who want uh, uh, missionary work, we're here. We can impart that. I know uh, he is here for that. And, uh, of course, healing, uh, deliverance, 
uh, we are uh, God's uh, ambassadors for healing, deliverance, uh, setting people free from all the powers of that. We hope you've enjoyed this message. This weekly podcast is available on our website, gracevcf.org, where you can learn more about Grace Vineyard and our vision for people everywhere to know and worship God.